We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app welcome to center stage all things arts and entertainment we just believe you ought to know about it and there is so much going on it's exciting right it's solely it's so excited joining us first right off the top rohan preston lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. How you doing, my friend? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. My goodness, I had such a good time looking you up uh, in all of the articles you've been writing lately. <laughs> and um, the Circus Abyssinia, Ab- is that correct? The Circus Abyssinia Children's Abyssinia. Theater, yes. Right, I'm going to go to that. I got my tickets finally. Um, and it, it, you said that it, it dazzles with artistry, grace, and defying feats. Tell me more. Yeah, you know it's 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 interesting. They were here back in 2019 with a a, a show about uh, Ethiopian dreams. It's a it's a circus uh, that um, really is brand new. This is only their second show, and they brought it here to Tulu, um, and it's a it's a celebration of of a. Of an Ethiopian Olympic uh, runner who, when she won gold in 1992, she inspired her nation and, and people were up the next morning at 4 a.m. Uh, according to the creators of the show, 4 a.m., millions of people were up running and jogging the next morning because they were so inspired by her. But this circus, uh, Abyssinia, is interesting because it's brand new, and they're building their rep and uh, building their um, repertoire as well, and and their skill set. And they have a lot of death-defying feats. Um, I, I I went with my wife. We had no children, and and um, with us at the children's theater, and we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, there are a couple of moments when you held your breath. Wow. So, um, would you say it would it would be okay for someone that's ten years old? Oh, absolutely. Okay, um, great. Because well, I think they, it's at all it's, ages. It is. It is, and it comes with a little bit of a, a tongue for me a tongue in cheek wa- warning because your ten year old and your five year old they're all going to try that at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they, Please they tell me out. that's not true. Oh my gosh! I know. They, and adults want to try too because you know there there are acrobats, there are you know fire jugglers, there are contortionists. And by the way, the contortionists don't look you know they're not um, slender, so they look like super athletes. They are they have regular they're regular people just without bones. I mean they are <laughs> they they're pretty amazing. And so um, it's that's 
part of the joy of that this show. Um, but but the, the brothers who founded this circus, they're from Ethiopia, and they're like, there's no example of this in Africa for us, and so we're going to try to do something. And I asked them, um, what, what was it like to go to your parents and say, we want to be in the circus? And they, they, they smiled and said, um, they, the parents said, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. It is quite remarkable. You know, I, I, parents have done interesting things over the years when it comes to their children, when they're either about to leave school or they're entering school, the parents have to decide, do I want to be a hockey mom? No. So don't tell your mm-hmm. child about hockey at all. That was me. Honestly, I'm embarrassed to say it, but it's the truth. I would not tell them about hockey because I didn't want to be a hockey mom. I knew a few of them and they were always exhausted. I didn't want that to be my life. (laughs) So you're absolutely right about the things that children choose to do in their lives. And you're right. I'm sure a lot of them are going to go home and try all of uh, as much as they can, especially the if you if you can bend yourself like that, then great. But if you can't, please leave it alone. You could really be injured from that. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, we were coming out of the theater and literally kids were were bouncing up and down, trying all this stuff. And so oh even, 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 if they, even if they didn't have warnings, uh, even if they did have warnings on it, I don't think those warnings would be heated at all. And and one of the things, too, which is what happens, and, and you know this well, when people do something well, it looks easy. Right. And that means they're they are experts. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 right. Except some of us misconstrue that as like, oh, we can do that. We can it's do not it. me, though, dear. It's not me. I can promise you I'm never going to say Jolene can do that. Put her legs up over her head and place her feet on the ground. It's never going to happen. I'll be yes. walking through the rest of my life like that. Nope. Certain well, people are well, meant to do it. I'm not one. And, and the show itself actually is interesting because it does um, show the life of this runner. Tulu is her last name um, mm-hmm. and how she grew up, um, you know, like almost in the highlands and a herding community. And and um, when she she runs away, this is without words. It's just through skits and, and scenes and, and acrobatics. And, but she runs away from uh, hyenas. Wow. And 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 when, so when the when the contortionists come out, they come out looking like uh, a creature that's weird and you can't understand it. And then they, you know, so that and their stripes, their costumes are stripes. So they could be hyenas. Later on, they transform into like sea creatures together. Um, and um, there are some acrobats. Oh, you're gonna. When are you seeing the show, Jarlene? I'm not gonna tell that. Okay, because so <laughs> it's a surprise you, for someone. There's there's some acrobats in it, and there's um, there's one young man who 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 is a Greek god. I mean, he's built like a Greek god, and he's so strong. And he does the uh, the ropes. Uh, he does the handstand, uh, one hand, and just like um, and he is, you know, it's like anyway. He's a picture book, so I'm sure you're going to be sitting very close to the stage. <laughs> and you, you want to be sitting very close to the stage for that one. <laughs> you are something else wrong. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, actually sitting near the back. I am. 
Because I don't know uh, how the person I'm bringing is going to res- respond to it. There are no bad seats. There are no bad seats. And it's, it's small. And I, I was reminded, though, as I thought, watch this show that Cirque du Soleil began uh, as a small thing that built its, its, both its, its, its act and its reputation over many decades. And I, I, I felt really excited seeing the second show by this company. And, and I'm, I'm proud of the theater, the Children's Theater, for presenting it because I think in the future we'll be we'll be seeing more of them, and they they'll grow really really big, you know. I hope so. Um, they're really doing some great work, and children just love it. I've taken my nieces with me to go see a show at um and and the what are the two guys that play these roles as? You know, I think it was Cinderella. Yeah, the show was Cinderella. Remember there was a, a, a black girl who was the Cinderella? I was yeah, so excited. Yeah. This was a few years back. I was so excited about it. And um, I was going to take them on a second time and couldn't, no, the first time. I couldn't do it because um, she was sick and she couldn't She couldn't come out and do the piece. So, I, you know, it was really sad. So I'm really excited about Tulu and to know that it's going to be as good as you say it is. Now, is there anything else that you would suggest for um, parents with children that, you know, because a lot of parents want to bring their children to theater and sometimes it's a little questionable. So there's another um, show called A Different Pond and that opened oh, uh, stages. this weekend also at, uh, at, at Stages Theater in Hopkins and it's an adaptation of, of a Bao Phi book, uh, and it's about a, a, a Vietnamese refugee and his father who goes fishing with his father. So a little 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 boy goes fishing with his father, and, and they fish for sport, but they also fish for food. And it's a beautiful, beautiful children's book. Um, I haven't seen the stage adaptation, but it has a lot of credible artists there. Um, so that is another show to, to, you know, to see and to, and to recommend, you know? Right, exactly. And I wanted to, to find out what did you, you, you had mentioned in one of your articles in September that the renovated Capri Theater remains a cultural hub of North Minneapolis. Did it ever not? Well, I mean, it, it's even better um, now right. because the, sure facility, the facility is um, first rate. It's world class. Um, the show that they had initially planned there um, didn't um, for the fall. Ain't Misbehaving was postponed until next year. Um, and so there are a number of things that they're, they're doing now, um, concerts and, and, and whatnot. But those are, those are um, I recommend those. Um, and I, it's a, it's a beautiful facility. I, I love going to shows there. It is there. beautiful. Uh, it is. You know? I just love it. Yeah. So I hope to see you there sometime. And I wish we had more time, Rohan, but we've run out of time. I just oh, want I, you to I, know I, I love you. reading your articles. Huh? Well, thank you. And I loved your interview with the uh, opera composer and singer uh, this, this oh. past weekend. <laughs> Paolo over at Almanac, Paolo <laughs> Pastini, I think it is. She's beautiful inside and out. So I'm looking forward. Are you going to that piece, by the way? Are you going to go see to Edward Tulane? I, 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 I do hope to see it. I, I, um, this weekend, the Godfrey is doing a world premiere as well. Uh, so we have the opera having its world premiere. And, and also the Godfrey is doing a world premiere of Susan Laurie Parks' play, um, Sally and Tom. And it's about Sally Hemings and Thomas Jefferson. Uh, so oh, wow. that is going to be interesting. Wow. So we can talk about that next week. But this is wonderful. 
I'm looking forward to it. Love you, dude. You take care of yourself right, until you. the family. Hello. I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's our own uh, lead theater critic from the Star Tribune. His name is Rohan Preston. You can even get all of his articles. All you have to do is look him up at StarTribune.com slash Rohan Preston. Again, that's StarTribune.com slash Rohan Preston. We'll be back with our next guest, Gary Lennon. Don't know who he is? Just wait till you hear. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. How the time is flying. Uh, it is nine now 9.24. In fact, Gary Lennon, we hope, will be joining us in just a moment to talk about Once Upon a Mattress. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Um, he is a professional director and costume designer who recently located from Los Angeles. He recently designed Macbeth for Independent Shakespeare Company in Los Angeles, as well as Metamorphosis, which is one of my favorite, favorite books. I'm so excited to have him join them, join us tonight. So welcome to Gary Lennon. How are you, Gary? Hi there. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, man. I was really excited to interview you tonight. I'm glad you could join us. Okay, so Once Upon a Mattress, tell me why this particular piece. Uh, well, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, that, that was, a, you know, the piece was chosen for Old Log before I was hired. Uh, oh. So I think they, they wanted to uh, just explore this piece. I think it was a, a, a project that's been talked about for a number of years at Old Log, and they just decided to... Uh, to bring it out. <laughs> so, uh, so I well, came on after the piece had been selected. So, Okay, there you go. Well, it's a musical comedy we know, a parody, revealing the backstories absent from Hans Christian Andersen's beloved fair tale, tales. Um, in just in saying that alone, I, I get a headache because I know how many times people have tried to, in, you know, walk into this endeavor. Tell me how you feel about it and what changes you may be making. Uh, so, well, the, the, I've always known the piece for a very long time and uh, a big fan of course of, of the carol burnett show growing up and that that kind of broad satire is kind of very much in my wheelhouse but what uh struck me reading the play is that it's um it's it's very old uh <laughs> you know things that were funny in 1959 maybe are not right. so funny anymore that's not so, <laughs> so old uh, come on that's not so old <laughs> not so old no but in some ways it's 
it, so we just kind of tried to keep looking at it with a with just a, a kind of a modern lens to it and kind of trying to find the humor that is really there. And the material is really rich and very, very funny and very, you know, irreverent and, and goofy and silly uh, and trying to embrace that. And then maybe kind of sand off some of the, uh, some of the things that are not as uh, politically correct or as funny uh, in 2022. So uh, that was our big challenge. And also, trying to, you know, step into Carol Burnett, right? This is the part that made Carol Burnett into a star. So how do you approach a show centered around, you know, a personality uh, and make it your own? It's similar to, you know, I guess, Funny Girl on Broadway, right? With Barbara Streisand and oh, yeah. the whole controversy and all favorites. that's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but how do you, you know, how do you do that part without imitating, you know, uh, Barbara Streisand, right? So how do you make it your own? So I think that was a kind of driving it for us was trying to figure out how to what's funny what is funny about the material and how can we how can we make it our our own essentially exactly you know so many people have tried to redo or rewrite the hans christian anderson fairy tales and turn it into something completely different have you guys kept it where those that are older can come and say i know this piece or are you really making some big changes for the younger ones Oh, I think it's pretty, uh, I think anybody who knows the piece will still, it's still very recognizable as that piece. Uh, and I think, you know, <laughs> memory and nostalgia is a wonderful thing that we forget some of the things that are not maybe, uh, that were not, would not play as funny today. Uh, one of the big things I'll, I'll just say it is that, you know, the king uh, is, is mute. Uh, he's been cursed by a witch and he chases wenches through the entire show, um, which in 1959, again, maybe that was, funnier than it is today. <laughs> today, it doesn't quite ring the same way. So we had to find right. a way to keep the intention of that, right? And keep, uh, keep the king needed the activity, but what, what could he be chasing? And how could we, how could we make that still work and not, you know, not be sexist and, uh, <laughs> and, and inappropriate? <laughs> right. You know, the nuances that we try in theater, they often work and often do not work. You know, whether it's the new technology we're trying to introduce into an old piece. Um, you know, yeah. there, there's so many things we try to do that don't necessarily work. Have you experienced that in your own uh, in your own way? Um, yeah, I mean, well, in, in this show in particular, there was a couple of things that we tried that that, you know, when we talked about uh, in rehearsal and talked about with the designers, uh, it sounded like a great idea. It sounded, it sounded really <laughs> funny, you know. <laughs> uh, and then we, this, this scene shop was very indulgent. They, they built me or they rigged up a mock-up of a piece of scenery and we, and we tested it out. And, and within the first you know, minute of trying it out, I was like, well, that <laughs> was a nice idea, but it really is not, does not work. Um, you know, but humble, yeah, theater makes you humble, right? You know, like you have to, uh, uh, yeah, whether you want it or not, darling, humbling is coming, humbling is coming. I, I wish we had more time to talk with you tonight because you are really quite accomplished uh, in your bio and so much more. But Gary Lennon, I'm thrilled that you are director of Once Upon a Mattress, even though I don't know as much about your work. I'm looking forward to hearing about it and trying to get out there to see it. Um, of course, it is already open. Tickets are available for 30 to 
$40, all you have to do is go to oldlog.com. Again, that's oldlog.com. Or you can call the box office at 952-474-5951. And of course, um, did you move here by any chance, Gary? Or are you just here to I, I, to direct? Just moved here. No, just moved here. Uh, wow, moved here in welcome. August, about, about a little over a month. So, yeah. Welcome. So. Just it's, enjoy. It's That's it's a lot. so far. It really is. I it hope is you continue. And don't don't run. Don't run when winter comes. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Just, <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Course. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gary. Take care. And again, that Thank was Gary too. Lennon, uh, director of Once Upon a Mattress. And if you want more information, tickets are between thirty and forty dollars. Available at oldlog.com, or you can call the box office nine five two four seven four five nine five one. All right. We're going to take a break and come back with our next guest in just a moment. Welcome, everyone, back to Center Stage. I'm excited to introduce you to our next guest. Well, you know, the tickets for the upcoming Twin Cities Film Fest just went on sale yesterday. And today I'm joined by the organizers, um, Executive Director Jaden Satia, and he's here to tell us how you can see some of this year's most anticipated films before anyone else. Welcome, Jaden. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have you on. Tell us about the ways people can enjoy the Twin Cities Film Festival this year, especially people who really don't know that much about the Twin Cities Festival. Oh, sure. We are a major mainstream American independent festival, much like a Sundance in Tribeca. This is our 13th year, our biggest year yet. We'll have 140 films over 10 days, premieres for from studio premieres for uh, films that eventually will go on to uh, get nominated for Oscars. We have American independent films from across the country that have been winning awards. We have about a third of our films have a Minnesota connection. So we, we certainly want to give our Minnesota creators a, a spotlight. Short films, feature films, narratives, documentaries, you name it, we got it. And it's in the theater and online. We're hybrid. We we, we built our own streaming platform. So you have no excuse not to watch some amazing films. You know, it's quite remarkable what you guys do, and you do it. It seems like there's not enough time, but there's always enough time. Each year you're doing this, correct? Correct. So this is our 13th year. We're actually a year-round organization. We are at the Shops at West End at the Icon Theaters, and we're doing monthly events, monthly screenings, uh, talkback sessions with actors. We had Will Steger. We had um, Jeffrey Hatcher in our office just doing a talkback session as we led up to the festival this year. We've been doing this for 13 years. Um, You know, I started this organization after I got laid off from corporate America back in 2008, and I'd always had a passion for film, and I kind of dove right in and uh you know you find the right people around you that support you especially your family and your friends and you just go forward and we've grown ever since and um we're one of the most notable festivals in the north now Yes, you are. In fact, every year we have a social justice cause that um you focus on called our change maker series. Tell us about that. Yeah, so ever since year 1, we've kind of wanted to focus on topics that are relevant and um, uh, important, and there's so many amazing topics. So we actually have a rotating series, which is called Changemaker Series. We've done topics such as education, uh, bullying in our school system, veteran support, sex trafficking. Um, We did uh, um, uh, animal humanity one year, how animals are just a core part of our, our humanity. And this year we're actually focusing on climate action, food and fashion, how climate change 
is directly affected by the food we eat and then the fashion we wear. So we're actually going to open our festival with a film called Overheated, which actually spotlights climate action and climate change. It's actually produced by Billie Eilish, the the, the Grammy Award winning uh, singer. Obviously, everybody knows about Billie, but right. Billie's mother actually is going to be in attendance. Billie's mother is Maggie Baird. Maggie started a nonprofit called Support and Beat, all about um, food insecurity, um, and as well as uh, 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 using plant-based meal in your normal diet. So Maggie's actually going to be in attendance for our opening uh, presentation. Oh, that is fantastic. Wow, this is fantastic. So um, tell me more about um, how many um, African Americans have posted or, or sent in their films, and how long does this process take? Yeah, so we're, we we launched our Empower series two years ago, which was kind of raising BIPOC voices. And uh, pleasantly, we've been getting amazing films from our black creators. So I'm actually partnering with the Black Business Enterprises here locally, which is an amazing nonprofit raising awareness for um, and, and supporting black entrepreneurs. And we're actually launching our black on screen series. And our very first film this year for that film series is going to be Till the story of Emmett Till. And it's actually a story of Mammy Till, his mother, who basically yes. used um, uh, the power of uh, uh, her voice, essentially, honestly, to, to raise awareness for injustice. And uh, I grew up in Mississippi, and Emmett Till's name is synonymous with justice, especially Mammy Till's. So our opening night film, which is our inaugural black on screen series uh, uh, film, is going to be Till. And actually, we're going to be honoring Deborah Watts and Terry Watts from the oh. Emmett Till Legacy uh, Foundation. Yeah, and, and I don't know if people know, but Deborah is actually cousin of Emmett Till. She was a toddler when Emmett was uh, lynched at the age of 14. So we're actually honoring Deborah and Terry on our opening night, and I couldn't be more excited about it. It's amazing. You have so much for us to talk about, and we don't have as much time. But I have to ask you about She Said, which is a film about the two reporters who broke the story that helped propel the whole Me Too movement. Tell us about that. Yeah, this film is... Um, like you said, it's about the two reporters who took the power of, again, journalism uh, to break the story about what was happening with um, in Hollywood, specifically with Harvey Weinstein. Um, and what what these two reporters did was, you know, nothing short of a miracle, getting all these women to come on record at the same time uh, when they knew that if they went on record with this powerful person in, in the industry that they're um, in, it could easily just, you know, basically put them under as far as, as a career. But these women did their, uh, did their, did their, you know, did their civil duty for everybody else out there and, in, in, in the world. And there's obviously, unfortunately, there's many more Harvey Weinsteins um, that were, and they still are. So she said, it's going to be up there for best picture. And, uh, we're going to be having the premiere of that here in, uh, in the North. So I'm super excited about that film. We have till we have Armageddon time. We have about 13, uh, studio films that we're going to be premiering as well. Yeah. So film festivals usually land in certain theaters and how many theaters do we have engaged in presenting these pieces? So we are at the Icon Theaters. We have three screens at the Icon Theaters going 10 days strong from 10 a.m. until midnight. 
uh, we're streaming as well. And my job as an executive director is to create a safe space and present the most professional uh, um, event that I possibly can. We have our festival lounge, which is open every single night for people to just kind of hang out, chill, and have a conversation. And about 70% of our films will have a representative from the film there. So filmmakers or actors are actually going to be flying in from all across the country. And this is where, this is how, you know, it's different. Going to a film is different than going to a film festival. You get to be with your community. Uh, you get to watch amazing documentaries. You get to watch amazing independent films. I mean, trust me, we have some horror movies because it's October, because why not, right? <laughs> we have some romantic comedies. We have some thrillers. Um, you know, one of the films that we're going to be showcasing uh, this year for free for the community is called Kaepernick and America. And we're going to have a um, conversation after that as well. So there's literally something for everybody. I encourage everyone to at least watch one movie because that's all I care about is you, you come and take in one film and ideally we convert you and you're going to keep coming back. Oh, thank you so much for joining us tonight, uh, Justin. I'm, seriously, it's a big deal what you guys are doing. And uh, I hope to hear more about what you're doing next year as well. Um, I want to let everyone know. So thank you for joining us. Um, I want to let everyone know that this happens on um, October 20th through the 29th. October 20th through the 29th. They're going to open with Teal, so you don't want to miss that. You can go to their website at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking, uh, and this is Center Stage. This is our last guest tonight for this hour, uh, the Lake Wobegon Brass Band. I've never heard of them. I was so excited to find out more. And, and of course, in 1991, the North American Brass Band Association, um, they were part of a contest, the national contest in Iowa, and then they returned, and they found themselves a conductor and music director, and it has been happening ever since. It's really quite remarkable. Joining us, joining us to talk about what they're doing these days um, is Mike Halstenson, and he joins us right here on WCCO. How are you, sir? Hi, Geraldine. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, I'm glad to have you on. You know, I've been reading about you guys just about all day, it feels like, you know, that you had a chance to meet Garrison Keeler when you decided to call it the Lake Wobegon Brass Band, yeah. um, and he gave you guys permission to do it, and you have just been traveling all over the place. I'm really quite surprised that I didn't know about you. Do you ever feel like people just don't know about you, or am I just the only one? <laughs> oh, no, no, you're not the only one. Actually, that's very common for, for us. You know, the brass band is not a, a common uh, group type uh, in the U.S., actually. It's very, very different. It's very, very common in England, but in the U.S., there are not a lot of brass bands. And so, so you know, getting the word out and, and getting people to know about us is a difficult thing. Yeah, you guys have been um, touring for a while. In fact, you you were in the United Kingdom twice. There was a pilgrimage tour to England and Wales in 2001. You returned to the UK in July, July of 2005. I mean, it's just quite remarkable, as well as all the CDs that you have presented as well. But I remember yep. reading that, um, I think it was July 2001, there was a performance tour to England and Wales with presentation to the Queen Mother and Charles, who was Prince of Wales at the time. And now that Queen Elizabeth II has left us, um, now you it's King Charles that you have to, <laughs> you can say that you actually play for, you know, now the King Charles III. I know, I know, it's kind of exciting to think about that. Yes, we... We uh, we were over at that time, and then we played for the Queen Mother, the uh, 
uh, her, she had a flower show every summer. And uh, her and Prince, Prince Charles at the time were there. And, and one of our guys got to meet them. And we were all standing within, you know, 10 feet of them or so and, and getting pictures like crazy. It was really fun. It's, it's really great to learn about what you're doing and how many shows you're doing. You guys have a really busy schedule. Tell us about it. Well, uh, yes, you know, we, we uh, try to play uh, throughout the year three or four different concert series. And, and every time we do a series, we play uh, usually three concerts on a weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type thing, which is right. what's coming up here uh, this next weekend. And that's happening on October 7th at the Sutton Hall at Hamlin University on October yep. 7th. Um, on mm-hmm. October 8th, it's at Zion Lutheran Church in Anoka. Also, Sunday, October 9th at Matamidi High School in Matamidi, Minnesota. And, of course, right. you have the times for two of them. Have you guys uh, decided on the time for the October 7th concert at Hamlin? Yeah, yeah, that's it. They're at 730. Uh, Friday okay. and Saturday nights are at 730. And then the Sunday concert is at 4 in Monomedi. And, and tell me a little bit about your holiday concerts coming up in December. Oh, we love our holiday concerts. Uh, we, again, we do uh, three different venues, and, uh, and it's just so festive. It's so wonderful. Of course, brass and percussion, nothing could be better than, than uh, the holidays with that. And, and it's just a really festive evening. Well, I listened to about 11 of your... Um pieces of songs that you had on your website and i really enjoyed some of them really really enjoyed them um when can we expect you to 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 come someplace close by in the twin cities <laughs> so that we can get a get a little taste of it i know you're going to be out in edina for the holiday concerts but i'm just yes. curious to know what's the closest to us here in the twin cities well that probably is about the closest for that concert uh the friday night is in edina the sunday is in in uh Coon Rapids um, at Anoka Ramsey Community College, uh, but uh, uh, and then the, the Saturday concert is out in Albany. So, uh, so that's as close as we're going to get to you for that concert. <laughs> well, I tell you, you guys are doing great things. What is the thing that you haven't done that you hope you will do before you leave this world? Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, well, there, you know, there are so many things. I suppose. Um, um, you know, what concert so in what city? You know. Well, you know, maybe maybe the ultimate for me personally would be to to perform a concert with the brass band at Orchestra Hall. I think that would be really fun. Oh, of course it would. Absolutely, yeah, it would be yeah. fun. Well, congratulations! Yeah. You've been a conductor now for how many years with this group? Oh, I think I think it's been twenty years for me now with this group. Oh my goodness! We're, we're celebrating our thirtieth uh, um, season. And um, and I think I've been with them for twenty of those. So that's amazing. Congratulations to you on that. That's oh, a big deal. You. It's like you ought to have a, an award or a reward or something for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Halsenstein, thank you so much for joining us. He's with the Lake Wobegon Brass Bands conductor for twenty years. Amazing. I'm still smiling from the music I heard from you guys. So keep doing it until you can't. Well, thank you so much for having me and and. Uh, We hope that people will come and hear us. It's a pleasure. You take care. People want more information. What is your website again? It's LWBB, the Lake Wibblegon Brass Band, LWBB.org. All right. That's easy enough. Thank you so much, Mike, and you take care of yourself. Thanks, Sherilyn. All right. Bye-bye.
Well, those are all of the guests that we have that we've been talking about tonight on Center Stage, and I've had a good time talking to them. I hope you've had a good time learning about them. Again, I want to mention that I will have a show at Crooners in the main room. I believe the show begins at 8.30 p.m. on October 22nd. It's called The Pianist Knows Best, where the piano player has a chance to boss me, tell me what I'm going to sing, what keys I'm going to sing it in, and they are in complete control. And it usually is the opposite, where the singer tells the piano player what to play, but not this time. I did three of these in 2019, and I do hope you'll come out. If you're interested, come out and look up uh, croonersmn.com, croonersmn.com. Just scroll down to October 22nd, and you'll see me there. Hopefully, you'll be in the audience. I can't wait to see you. It's been a pleasure doing these three hours, and now coming up is usually the Mom and Michael hour, but Michael is not able to come tonight, and so Jonathan and I will have a good time, and we hope you'll stick and stay with us. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.